0: Hello, hello, welcome into Game Static, episode 108, I'm Alex Live Spark3, hope you have an incredible day, whether if you're watching it live alongside of us, checking out after the fact, or listen to the audio version, no matter what, we appreciate the hell out of you, i got the boys with me here all on Discord, boys, how we doing, how we feeling this wonderful Saturday, we got a lot to talk about today, honestly.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm like, honestly surprised, uh, cause like, the Pokemon stuff we're going to go, I didn't even realize happened this week.
2: Very excited for that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm doing alright. Uh. Yeah, definitely seems like more information came out this week than I was aware of or realized was going to be coming out.
0: Yeah, okay, the realized coming out, that is totally accurate because like, I didn't know this was going to be the week that we started getting like game previews for Pokemon and God of War. Uh, both happened the same week, didn't know that was happening. Finally got Silent Hill reveal. Uh, it's been a build-up for quite a while. We've been following those leaks and rumors. And then we had a Resident Evil showcase, plus Gotham Knights came out. Marvel Snap fully released, and we've been playing the show. Well, Zach's been playing the show out of it for months, but now me and John are playing the show out of it, taking up a lot of our time. we got a few other things to chat about, too. Digimon's got some cool news. Shout-out to that. Omega Strikers has some cool news. Um, Xbox Elite 2. Good stuff. Good stuff today. Excited for today's episode. Uh, so one thing to note, first and foremost, next week we will be on a break because we got we to gotta, we gotta do something. We got to do something, and we'll reveal what we got to do, like the, a terrible football show after that, whatever episode that's going to be. That, that's when it will officially be revealed, which is so cool. So, it's so, so exciting. Uh, also, keep an eye out for, like, the Agent Inc. stuff, every jersey is done, but this show's this show's jersey is being worked on right now. And once that's done, the store is done. The store can launch, and we can all celebrate and have a great time because all these jerseys look sick. I am so pumped to get my hands on these jerseys. It's gonna be super cool. Uh, Zach's favorite's Animan Plus so far. Uh, John, yeah. what's your favorite so far?
2: Uh, I think I told you yesterday. I, I like the
0: I like the Animan one. Yeah, Animan yeah, one is it's good. Like, it was it just looks solid. It's a good one. It's a good one. Sparky three is a good one. I like that one a lot too.
2: Yeah. So. I mean, they all look good. It's just that one that one seemed to flow a little better. Oh yeah, or a little a little. A little nicer yep yep
0: and then also make sure to check out all of our sponsors down below keep an eye out for the rogue energy stuff because those cans are coming out here soon in november and we're super pumped to get the cans you can use our referral link down below you sparky e3 to get 10 percent off your order and we definitely appreciate that support uh what's up steve how are you man uh i'm hyped for the jerseys and i don't even know what i'm hyped for i mean you've seen one I've, i gave you a sneak peek at the the terrible football show one but the other three man i'm telling you are, they're that's awesome
1: yeah, you're in for a treat dude. Yes. i mean all of them look solid yeah
0: they are very very good uh it, it's it's sick you've only seen the terrible football show one. you got you got some better ones to, honestly i love the terrible football show one but i mean the other ones are better <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna be real uh, but that's also i guess kind of my own fault on the design choice for a terrible i wanted it to really look like a football jersey and i feel like we hit that i feel like we hit that perfectly like like we wanted to do uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be waiting. Yeah, you will. It's coming. Like, here in like a week or two, man. We only have one jersey left and we're done. Everything, you know, after that store is launched and we're good to go. In fact, I actually uh, sent a message earlier to uh, put in an order for the Terrible Football Show jerseys for me and the boys. So, just waiting on that invoice now. But, I mean, we're, we're almost there, man. It's, it's it's coming and I'm pumped. Uh, make sure to also join the Discord. and come chat with us. We'd appreciate that. Uh, Music Descendants. I'm going to go ahead and let it turn down and not let it restart. Uh, so, we do have quite a bit to talk about today. I don't even know where to start. I mean, where do we want to start, boys? Do we want to start with, you know, like Marvel Snap, Gotham Knights? Or we want to jump into, you know, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Pokemon, God of War. Where are we feeling today? There is a lot. I mean, I'm more curious about
1: y'all's thoughts on Marvel Snap, first off. Since right. We've already Let's talked it. about it once with me, Let's so
2: I,
0: I was about to say it. we might as well start where the majority of the week has gone. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Uh, been Put a lot of hours into Marvel Snap. That game officially launched on Tuesday. You can download it on your phone uh, or on Steam. Uh, I noticed it was mm-hmm. on Steam. I didn't know that. Shout out to that. Uh, but no this game is unbelievably addictive um, so for the people listening the way that Zach explained it b- before is essentially smash up but with marvel and that's still the best way to explain it you know with its own you know uniqueness to it but i mean i've absolutely loved the game i've loved the depth of strategy and just the it, it just everything about it i've it's completely resonated with me and has been a perfect like time passer for me all week long and you know one thing about the game that I'm back and forth on because, like, I love it. Like, I would say, like, 85% of me or 90% of me loves it. And, and I am curious on John's thoughts on this as well. The thing that I, I'm, like, 85 90% sure that I do love is how they have handled the game to essentially be anti-whales. Uh, because, like, you can't buy card packs. You can't just buy cards. I mean, the only way to really, like, be a well is just buy gold and then buy credits, and you can upgrade your cards to so continue your upgrade path, your progression path, which will give you cards, uh, boosters for certain cards, or more credits. You know, you, so you're not getting a card every single time. It's like every other one, whatever. So, like, I really like how they have focused on this game just being a game that anyone could pick up and, prob- and play and have some sort of success at very early instead of getting into the game having success with literally the early portion but then as soon as you're out of it you're fucked because you're surrounded by whales because that's been my experience with a lot of mobile games now at the same time i do love this game and i would love to buy some packs but like i said for the most part i am very happy with the approach they've taken for the game in getting more cards while it can be a little frustrating because it's like John as I, John and I have talked about this privately. We have just now started to kind of get to a point where we're somewhat getting a mosh posh of a couple of styles of decks together, you yep. know, to try to have some sort of a theme and it just takes time. But as a whole, I do love the approach on this game to basically be anti-well. John, how do you feel towards the progression of it? So how have you felt towards it this week?
2: I don't mind the progression of it. I'm not like, I'm not going to, Really praise it necessarily because to to do that would basically I mean you're basically praising it not to make it a super pay-to-win mobile game that some people like to do. Which honestly, I've gotten used to. I've gotten used to playing mobile games against and like always facing off against whales in whatever game I choose to play. So it's like it's nice that I'm not. But the progression card for. Or progression path for getting cards is also seems a bit strange because it's uh as you as you actually get cards they're they're mystery cards so it it's like you people could be getting it's like you 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 don't know what you're getting which makes it kind of fun but it also can be frustrating when you like when you've seen one card or like talking to you guys you guys will talk about a couple cards like yeah i want that card We'll see when I get it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it'll happen it. eventually. Yep.
1: I, I mean, I've been playing it. I still personally like it because y'all are still on the low end of the track. Sort of to do a breakdown of it. It has more or less four levels of the track. But y'all are still on the early track where it's more or less you're getting a new card every other. At some point it'll switch and you'll be getting a card every three or four nodes instead. So it'll be card, credit, booster, card. Then once you hit about 500, actually, I think, yeah, 500, it becomes like cactus, which, instead of guaranteeing a card, you can also possibly get a higher number of credits or gold, the buy, the real-world money currency. And then once you hit 1,000, you get, it's like every four nodes, but it's now instead of, like, two or three collection level, it's like about 12 between each card. So, I mean, it progresses and they sort of do milk that a bit of just the length in which it takes to get cards. But I sort of personally like it just because I'm the kind of person in card games that likes draft. So I very much like just trying to put it together the most random bullshit about with what I've been given.
2: True. Yeah. See, on the other hand, I don't play a lot of card games. I really enjoy this style of game. Like yes. the, the the way the game is, the gameplay of it, I love it. I just I I, I want I want card I want to be able to build a cohesive deck.
0: True. <laughs>
2: I, it's like it's bugging the shit. I have like I have like
0: half of one, like half of another. You,
2: Zach, like I have half like half the pieces to make a deck. Yeah. And, of like a couple variations, and I'm like I just I, I want the other pieces, or I want more pieces so that it's more consistent. I remember that suffering. <laughs> Because it's like the annoying thing is now, while I'm still having fun playing the game, it's annoying when you're trying to like, kind of just throw cards together to make some sort of variant, and then you have a round where you just you just don't draw the key cards for it, so you're just playing with a, a neutered deck at that point. Yep. Like, man, I could have just went back and played my the the same like one cost unit deck that every new player is playing. <laughs> yep,
0: me. <laughs> A basic one unit deck for me, or now a one unit like you know the ongoing deck. That's what I'm currently yeah, running. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yep. Which, uh, fun
2: fact, I've gotten since since I started playing, I have gotten multiple people hooked on this game.
1: <laughs> nice. It's
0: so fun. Steve, download the game. It? Play it. Let me I know mean, what you free, think.
1: It's free to play, so you really, yep. you literally can just go download it and play. You don't have to put any kind of money into it. Yeah, it's and as I said, I, It's if free to play. and anti game literally gives you real world money currency.
2: Yeah. yeah like I've. I've yet, like, I haven't put any money in it yet. I haven't felt the need to, like, and it's like, unless I want to buy the the season pass, which it's mostly just for, like, boosters and var- card variants and a little extra, like, in-game currency stuff.
1: Then it automatically, whenever you purchase it, it gives you the new season card, one of the two new season cards, which it, this season, it's Miles Morales.
2: True. Yeah, which it's like, I could, it's like, I could buy that, I, I probably will end up buying it, but I don't feel, unlike some games where you, you go in and you start playing it and you feel immediately like it's necessary to spend money on the game or to buy the season pass whatever it is i haven't felt the need yet the game just gives you yep so much resources and card variants and things like that that it, i mean i don't feel the need to spend money on this whereas I mean, in o- other mobile games that i play frequently i have to make myself not put money into it as a choice
1: Yeah, the developers are very much listening to the community on this because, as I said, like at the beginning it's sort of slow, but as you progress further in that, they've added tons of ways to just be able to unlock all the cosmetic stuff without putting any money into it. So like the card variants, avatar frames, Mm -hmm. gold, just extra credits.
0: And also to further support to everyone listening to the show right now, to further support that these devs are really listening to the community, Zach, tell everyone what, what they did with the Thor event that you told us before we started.
1: Oh, yeah. So back in September, during the Thor season pass, they actually tried a new thing to get a bit of more monetization in it, which was they more or less made a gotcha where it was full of two specific cards, Jane, Foster, Thor, and Destroyer. And that was the only way you could acquire them at that time, along with special card variants and avatar frames and whatnot. And like... The draws for it were pretty hefty. Like a single draw, I think it was like two dollars real world money, and like for a ten draw, it was like fifteen dollars. It was it was like real hefty, and the community had a real hard backlash to the point that the developers after the event were like, "All right, we screwed up. That idea is completely scratched. You'll never see it again. Anyone who put any gold towards it." Was immediately refunded that entire gold and got to keep whatever rewards they had gotten, and everybody who was playing during that time got a immediately Jane Foster in their inbox. So,
0: great A, love that. But I mean, as a whole, I've I've immensely enjoyed this game all week. Yeah, it is. The other, it's like the the big thing to to
2: note as well, and why it's so. Uh, probably so addicting and so easy to just sit down and lose time to is i mean your match is like three minutes long yeah it's so quick dude it's you can put, super quick yeah it, i mean it's, it's literally it's six like six a five turns, minutes tops it's six turns long and it's like once once one person locks in their cards for the turn there's like a 30 second countdown timer or i don't know how long it is somewhere around 30 seconds yeah it's about that and if, and if you don't put a card down in that time it just moves the game moves on yeah yeah, it And is then if fast. you're still
1: not moving the next round, it becomes, I think, like 20 seconds and keeps just going down. And eventually, if they don't do anything after
0: like three rounds, the game's just like, all right, you win, take their cubes. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I mean, for everyone listening, we cannot recommend enough to just download the game. I mean, it's free on mobile, you know. I'm assuming you all have phones at this point. I, I know everyone didn't have phones a few years ago at BlizzCon, but we—I'm assuming we all have phones now. Just download the game, give it a shot. It's a lot of fun, especially if you're listening and you you love the board game Smash Up and you're a Marvel fan. Download the game. Like you, you will you will really you will really enjoy it. Steve said he'll download it tonight. Steve, I expect yeah. a a full report letting me know your thoughts on this game. Full report. And at some point on, on the roadmap, they're the planning morning.
1: on making a mode where you can actually battle against your friends. Hey, relax, immortal dude. <laughs> immortal
0: was the joke of this show for a long time.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, you know what's really nice about this game because Zach said it. Zach had said it as well that it was similar to Smash Up. Man, it's great to play a game like that and actually have some people to challenge me. Best
1: true. Um, you're, that's true. You were fucking toxic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's. Uh, I mean, John is pretty solid at Smash Up. <laughs> i mean he is but still <laughs> john just got, feels the need to flex <laughs> spread some toxicity here today i love it oh all right let's jump over to the next game that came out this week uh gotham knights i didn't get to put a lot of time into it yet uh i was very busy yesterday and today i, p- I put in just a couple hours because i also just got sucked up in Snap and watching football uh, but you guys actually played for quite a while last night, so I'm, yeah. I'm re- and you guys played in co-op mode at that. So I'm very curious yes. to know you guys' experience. Okay,
2: first off, I'm gonna go ahead and say this at the top: Escape should probably just be played in co-op. I mean, it, really, it would be solid on its own. But my goodness, is co-op just a, a, It's chaos.
1: It, it adds an entirely just, new layer. It's it's so ridiculous. Because like. So initially, for the beginning game, you can't actually go into co-op until you uh, do the initial quest at the university, and then you have to do another tutorial quest of, um, I can't even remember what it was. You went and investigated something. Which you, went,
2: to, you went and investigated uh, like the GCPD and the morgue. Yeah,
1: the GCPD morgue. After that, you unlock the Belfry and everything, and then you finally do multiplayer. And then the entire game, besides that opening part, entirely multiplayer. They're roaming around Gotham City, doing each of the quests. And uh, one thing that John and me found out, Alex, was we had the question of how far can you be separated from each other?
0: As far as you fucking want. We can literally be on the
1: opposite side of the damn map.
0: Then that tells me that's why the the previous gen versions were probably canceled.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like there are points where... Because there's random crime, and like me and Zach, we, we would be trying to hit the points, like the the premeditated crimes or stuff across the city. But I mean, there's crime afoot. We gotta stop that. Yeah. So like I would go off in one direction, and he's heading towards the point, or vice versa. And then next thing you know, I'm across the map, and he's still back there fighting crime.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then the different characters are definitely so. One thing that John and me also found out with combat. 'Cause he was he's playing Red Hood and I'm playing Robin. In which Red Hood is very much a bruiser and Robin has a lot of has an entire tree that specs for stealth. We discovered that if John just runs in and everyone goes to hit attention and they haven't discovered me yet, I can continue doing stealth takedowns while he just pummels people's faces in. Yeah, just <laughs> because cheesy. one
2: player's in combat does not mean the other player is in combat.
1: <laughs> so there'd be like a group of ten, he would charge in, he'd probably in that encounter take out like Six to seven on them, and all the range people in the back. I just slowly still take them out.
2: <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the encounters ended up it, like we'd be up on a building or something and see people down there. Zach might get there first and mm. see him perched over, and then here I come uh, as as wannabe Spider Man ziplining across the the rooftops and then just dive straight down in there. And then Zach's just like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna crawl down here and do my thing now." <laughs>
1: but i mean the the game definitely has a better feel co-op than single player because i mean the little bit of single player played in the opening i mean it didn't feel bad or anything but it it just felt more or less just a single player game of choosing my choosing your style of how you want to go about things where the co-op does add an extra layer that allows you to discover those like interesting mechanics of um combat site one person distracting the other we did find a glitch with, like, some of the heavier enemies. If we put them between us, we could just keep them stun-locked and beat the hell out of them.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, because there's, there's some big enemies with, like, shields and stuff where you're supposed to heavy attack them to break the stamina, basically. Oh, well, if you just break the stamina and then one person sits behind them, then I could just sit there and fuck shoot them in the head. Well, but, and just trade them back and forth, bounce them back and forth. You can't ever do anything.
1: And discovered that with the co-op that regardless of how far split apart, if one person completes a objective, the other person also gets credit for the XP and stuff as well, like clues you collect to unlock premeditated crimes and things like that. So and the map is actually fairly large because it's split up into quite a number of districts and like three different islands, yeah, or four different islands. And so it's a very large map. so in co-op, you could definitely, if you need B, split up to quickly uh, finish off pre crimes and whatnot to quickly rack up any XP or clues you need to progress the map, uh, progress the game story and things like that.
0: Now, let me ask you guys a question here with the gameplay, because this has been a, a hot topic involving the game and it's release so far. Cause like, uh, like we, we kind of mentioned, I think privately, like when it comes to reviews, the game either has phenomenal reviews or mid, I haven't really seen a lot of bads, seen a couple of bads, but not many. It's pretty much kind of in the middle. So, the little bit that I played, I, I like the gameplay for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I went into it knowing what it was, and I enjoy it. But, like, I feel like a lot of people are jumping into this gameplay thinking it's going to be, like, a Spider-Man or a God of War or just, like, really high-octane sort of gameplay and just feel super fluid and amazing and not, like, it has a clunkiness to it a little bit. Playing it longer, do you guys kind of feel that? Or do you feel like, you know, in the same realm that I'm thinking, that you know what it is going into it and it feels fine? Because, like, also with this game, one take that I've seen some people trying to argue on Twitter is it was something along the lines of like, normalize liking six out of 10 games. It's fine. It's a six out of 10. It's a fun game. You have your fun with it. Move on. You know, that, that that's kind of one take that's tied into Gotham Knights right now. What, what are you guys' thoughts on the gameplay and how it may be like misrepresented out in the community right now?
1: Well, I feel like for the combat itself is fitting for this title specifically because, unlike God of War or Spider-Man, where those are more like action, adventure, exploration games, this is more of a beat 'em up investigation. Because that's how the Arkham games were was, you were Batman, you ran into a scene, you got surrounded by enemies, and you just pummeled people's faces in. Right. The thing, the main difference between that combat and this is where. The Arkham ones, Batman has more solid fighting because you would lock onto targets and be able to jump to them and just beat them up and switch easily. Where this one has more of a fluidity fluidity to it in its own way of just being able to actively switch targets, hit multiple people as needed, um, jump out of the way, switch between ranged and melee combat fairly simply for the most part. And so it's more focused on dodging and taking your choicing and attacking of what range versus just standing your ground and counter-attacking I feel like, which was a lot. I did in Arkham, and I feel like sometimes with the, at least Spider-Man, I felt it was more profitable just dodge around and counter rather than just straight go peep people's faces in.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that as well, because this it's like this, I mean, you, I don't know why people would expect it not to be similar in ways to like an, the Arkham style, because it's basically what we're getting uh in a sense it's I'm... just like a co-op area to it but yeah it's like i expected the combat to be what it was i didn't expect anything crazy it's it's what it what i wanted one of the first things i asked zach when i got in i was like hey have you found a lock-on button He's like no but at the same and i was like okay well that kind of sucks but at the same time like an hour later you don't even notice that it's not there or I agree like, to I, that. I, I do agree to that. It's like, I, I was no longer caring about a lock-on button because I didn't need it. It's like, very quickly it comes to a point where, like Zach was said, the combat just flows a little more where where you, uh, you can be in it. It's like, be fighting someone, dodge out of the way, go after someone else. It's like, there's it's like, hell, like some of the starting abilities are gap-closing abilities to go after people. Mm-hmm. so it's like you don't necessarily have to lock on to anybody because at any point in time it's kind of just like whoever your analog stick is you, or whoever you're directing your analog stick is who it's going to target uh okay. but i mean it, it feels it feels like i expected it to be i mean i could see see some complaints for like like in single player specifically because combat is definitely a lot more entertaining playing it with a second person or play co-op
0: uh i think this is one of those games where it's like they really want you to play with co-op
1: it does feel like that because yeah. i mean going back to how we heard about reviews i always every review i read even in like the mid-tier ones were always like they always said it was a good co-op experience mm-hmm. like almost every single one i don't think i I personally didn't see one that said the co-op experience was bad, but they said the game itself was sort of. Yeah. Also,
2: didn't you say that when because we played co-op in my game? Yes. The entire time we were playing it, and then when you went back to yours, didn't it ask you if you wanted to go ahead and complete the missions that we had done?
1: Yeah. So pretty much it works on a host game, and if you're being the second player, you're joining in as a guest, and. In your game, technically, none of the story progression is completing. But the game does register that you have completed it in someone else's game. So whenever you go back into your game, it'll be like, oh, you've already done this mission somewhere. You just want to skip it?
0: That's a nice. That's nice. I like that. So, yeah.
1: A lot
2: of times with games like these, when you jump, it's like when you join someone else's game, You when you go back to yours, it's like, okay, well, time for me to do that again.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, price point. Now that you guys have played about like six hours or so, what would you recommend is like, what what would be your recommendation on where to buy this game? Because that's, again, another big conversation right now since the base game is, you know, uh, 60, se- uh, $70. Yeah. Like, what would you guys, because uh, a common price that I've seen is 40 bucks is what someone would recommend buying for it. Would you guys agree to that? Or is it, do you think it's good enough to just go ahead and get the price that it's at? I feel if you're doing it as a single-player
1: experience, probably 40 is the ideal. If you actually have somebody to play it with, I would say 70 isn't bad, because okay. you definitely get a lot more out of it by doing co-op, I feel oh, like.
0: Okay, that's good to know. I would probably agree
2: with that. That's a good take, honestly. Because, like, like, I mean, I bought the game with the intention of, like, playing with you guys. Yeah. Or, like, doing, playing, playing co-op. Primarily, and I mean, hell, it's it's delivered better than I. I think I told Zach yesterday. I was like, you know, typically I don't like the Arkham
1: style games, but I'm having a lot of fucking fun with this. Yeah, we we were <laughs> both talked while we were playing. Like, we're uh, we're both enjoying this a lot more than we expected. Because like, even like you said earlier today, Alex, before we started that, you spent a lot of times running around Gotham. Like, yep. That's what jotted me did. Like, we went in Gotham the first time, and just we cleared the map. Yep. <laughs> to the point where like. Because we were supposed to interrogate someone, and we were clearing, was we're like, "Oh shit, we've almost cleared the map. Uh, we gotta find somebody real quick." Yeah, I got a bad
2: habit of, <laughs> of aerial takedowning uh, the the person we're supposed to interrogate. I also got a bad habit of doing a just an ambush takedown instead of a silent takedown when we're trying to sneak around. <laughs> Which, as Red Hood, I'm just basically grabbing him, punching him, and shooting him in the head. Which, let me tell you, it alerts
0: everyone. Yeah, I would imagine.
1: <laughs> Even Red Hood silent takedowns, because literally the one time when we were being silent, Silent Hood just grabs people and just starts choking them out in wrestling holds.
0: Yeah, <laughs> True. I've only I, played one, two characters myself. I've only played Nightwing and Red Hood so far. So, uh, the one other interesting thing with co-op, which would
1: be, I feel sort of hard if you weren't in like a voice chat with someone, is the team-up attacks, yeah. which are overly brutal. There's no fucking reason for them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so if you if you grab an enemy, you you have the options to throw them, strike them, or if you're at co-op, team attack, which if you're the one who grabs them, you hit team attack, and then they just go, hey, over here.
1: Yeah, and no, then... that's, that's the only cue you get is the other person's character says some line. And so then if you hear it, cool. If you don't...
2: Yeah, if you don't, then whatever, just go ahead and strike them or throw them, whatever you want to do. But yeah, they are uh, overly brutal.
1: Yeah, because... Uh,
2: comparatively.
1: And it does change the, what team attack they did based on who's holding it versus who's versus who's initiating versus who comes. like, If I initiated it as Robin and he as Red Hood came up, Robin would like, smack him on the back the head with his staff then extend it to push him towards Red Hood who would then football tackle their ass and then elbow drop them in the face versus robin i think what red hood would like hit him in the back of the head punched him towards me and i just clocked them across the face turning them sideways with the staff wasn't it
2: yeah and then like as they fell down you came down and like punched him in the side of the head while holding the staff
1: yeah and it may not have been great because we always did it the last person when they were already half beaten to death
2: <laughs> yeah it was like we, we already got everyone else let's have some fun with the last guy
1: but in overall for co-op had a lot of fun. Um I'll probably do at least one single player playthrough cuz I do enjoy the different attitudes and how the cutscenes feel based on the character that's involved in it.
2: Oh, that's one other thing is when you are playing co-op, whoever the person is that joins the game and it's like the guest for each like time you go back to Belfry there's like little cutscene interactions you can have and the cutscenes that the 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 joining player has are completely separate than the ones that the the other player has. It, yeah, it's, every... all, it's like that's all character based for whoever yes. you're playing.
1: and it's actually very smooth because like, uh, because each character has their own little cutscenes within the Belfry, the main base. And if like John went into his and was like, "Oh, did that bring you out?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" So yeah. like, there's there's no notification that the person's even there other than they've stopped moving.
2: Yeah, and it's like. That's very smooth, and then like, I mean, honestly, kind of everything, all the interactions in Belfry, are kind of like almost seamless of going about them, because you, it's like, uh, we'd go back and like you'd go into the training, uh, like the training. Yeah, the challenges. little training mods. Yeah, little training challenges, in that. And the only thing I would get is I'd get a little notification at the top of my screen that said, uh, like. You, you went into training challenge. And I was like, what
1: are you doing training for? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, everything is very smooth and, like, there is no hard cuts that's, um interferes with one, with either the host or the guest, with the exception of whenever you're transitioning to a new instance or zone. That's the only time, because only the host can enter, can uh, cause those to happen. And that's the one time where if a host does that, it will pull the other person to wherever they're going
2: yeah and then, like you said, for like story based progressing the story for like story quests or entering and exiting belfry and, like areas like that, the host is the one who has to interact with it. If the other person gets there first, they can request that the host get their ass over there and do it,
0: yeah like half the time literally, get your
1: ass literally, over here. Uh, literally half the time whenever I would get there first, it would just be like open door, suggest a host. <laughs> <laughs> to the point there was at one point where I was like, "You never let me open doors, Red Hood."
2: <laughs> and it, the funny thing was, the one time you said that was a time where it goes, it cuts to it, and it's Red Hood like fucking kicking a door open and just like striding in, and I just replied, "I was like, well, yeah, you wouldn't do that." <laughs> <laughs> it was really, well, really well
1: timed.
2: <laughs> yeah, overall, I mean, I'm enjoying the game a lot more than I thought I would. And okay. co-op, co-op seems to be the way to, or co-op would be the way I would suggest playing it. If you have someone to play it with. Like someone that really works. wants
0: to play it, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely uh, a fun game to play co-op. So I was chatting with Steve here in the chat. He just dipped out to go back to work. And one thing that he asked was about cross-play. No, it does not have cross-play. Uh, but that's something I could see them adding. I mean, they're adding that four-player mode later. So I could see crossplay coming at some point.
1: Yeah, and I'll be very curious to see how that heroic assault yeah. looks, because, I mean, just having combat with two people is very entertaining and somewhat chaotic, so I'd be very curious to see the waves of enemies and true. four people.
0: True, true.
1: Because, I mean, John and me didn't do it, but I'm pretty sure both car- players can play the same character if they really want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Also, character, change of
2: characters is
1: very You're smooth. Like, it's
2: very smooth and very well done.
0: Yeah, just uh, going up to their suits, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like you just go up to a change between them. Yeah, seamless, basically. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing some more. I'll be looking forward to trying some co-op. I, I didn't get a chance to play co-op with you guys, uh, one of you guys, yesterday. I, w- I was very, very busy working around the house. So I'll be looking forward to trying some co-op at some point. Um, do we want to hop on to the next thing? Where do we want to go? We got like four other things. Silent Hill?
2: Uh, Yeah, we got some Silent Hill news this week.
0: Finally. 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 We got the news. We've been been talking about about this forever.
1: The greatest thing about this is we were expecting, like, a single Silent Hill announcement. Then they just drop a bunch of shit
0: on us. Yeah, okay. So, you guys you know Nebelian, know the guy that I, I like getting a lot of news from. Uh, he, yeah. he always posts threads of these showcases and stuff. And at the end of it, he said, that is the biggest, quickest showcase I've ever done. <laughs> because of how quick it was. And just like, here's a bunch of information. Bye. <laughs> Uh, so I
1: mean I I sort of like to run through this one because like we got several announcements. We got the Silent Hill Two remake, which is yep.
0: fantastic. That's big news on
1: PS Five and PC only, built with the Unreal Engine Five. Yep. Like all those cutscenes they showed in the init- which were also scenes from like the original game, look fucking fantastic. And if it can stays consistent like that, that'll be a great going back to the Silent Hill Two. It's supposed to have an overhauled combat system and set pieces, which, thank God, that game's over a decade old. Yeah. So it would really need it. 3D audio and DualSense support, which, yeah, having one of those PlayStation controllers with the sound coming out of the controller will be great for a Silent Hill game. Super
0: atmospheric. Well, also, with the 3D audio support, that's referencing the PS5 3D audio headphones that you can get. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that and the DualSense support both. Ooh, that's going uh, to be a hell of experience. I might pick okay. up the headphones just for this, because I've never played Silent Hill 2. But now that I've gotten more into like horror games this year, I am fully planning to pick this up and play it for the first time, because I've heard nothing but amazing things. Diaz says this is one of his favorite games of all time, and all the announcements and all the details from it, he is beyond pumped. Even Christina, she's a massive fan of Silent Hill 2. And we watched a trailer together, and she was like, this looks amazing.
1: And then hey. no loading screens, which is just a nice bonus.
0: Yeah, that's a nice one. John, you wanna play it with me? Uh no. It's not co cool. op. I know, but we can still like play it together. You know, we mean right. Discord call both play at the same time. Kind of like you this know, isn't uh, date night. Yeah, kinda like date yeah. night. <laughs> kind of like life is strange date night. Uh, yeah. You know what?
2: Uh I'll I'll jump on a Discord call while you play it, while you stream, stream to it. To it you. And you know what? Just if you wonder why you don't why it's <laughs> my viewer isn't showing up just
0: don't worry (laughs) you're there in spirit that's all that matters
1: (laughs) i mean and the other nice touch which they're building up high for is the fact that they're also releasing a silent hill 2 film with this Mm -hmm. alongside it which i remember the silent hill film the original silent hill film i mean it wasn't like an over-the-top film but i remember like the aesthetic and everything very much matched silent hill and i was very happy about that right the movie itself was sort of it was all right
0: yeah, as most but, video game movies are. Yeah. All right, or But crash. I mean, they
1: got the ad- aesthetic in that original Silent Hill film down, though.
0: hmm Yeah, and then, you know, other announcements. We got uh, Silent Hill Townfall, then Silent Hill Ascension. That Ascension one is one that I'm very, very curious about. See,
1: the rest of these are curious because we didn't really get a whole lot. We got Silent Hill Townfall, which seems like it's going to be a standard spin off Silent Hill game. Yeah, yeah. That we've gotten for years in the past. Then Silent Hill Ascension, which is going to be some weird stream game, which people will be able to watch being streamed. Yep, a live, decisions. Yeah,
0: a live, real-time, interactive series where the fans will watch and make decisions together. That sounds so entertaining. That sounds awful because knowing the internet, we're just going to get
1: everyone killed.
0: It's gonna be like Twitch Plays Pokemon. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. Dude,
2: this is going to have definitive choices to make, yeah, yeah, and they're all going to choose. The
0: worst ones.
2: So, yeah, they're gonna choose the worst ones because they're like, we, it's like, of course we want to see what
1: happens there.
0: Yeah, and then a completely brand new uh, game, Silent Hill F, uh, being developed which by looks Bars fantastic. Yeah, developers from Reverse, and F is gonna be set in sixties Japan.
1: Like that trailer was amazing. If the game ends up looking anything like that in the aesthetic of it, that's gonna be a fabulous game to play.
0: Yeah, that's one gonna be on scary as dark. hell. But yeah. Yeah, scary as hell. John, you want to play that one? Mm -hmm. You want to watch me and Zach play it? (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Come on, man. man, That's your new kick, man. That is my new kick. You're right. (laughs) I might even pick up Callisto Protocol at the beginning of December, if we're going to be honest. Like, that is my new kick right now.
1: Like, overall, the Silent Hill broadcast was fantastic gave us a tons of information about silent hill 2 remake and then gave us three new projects in the works that they didn't give us a whole lot but they gave us a taste the fact that
0: it's it's a thing and it's happening
1: yeah and then they also mentioned that besides that they at least got two other projects in the work that they're not even ready to show that just started more or less production pre-planning for
0: yeah and also with all of this like the big thing to note is like it, it's feeling like Konami's really getting back into the game. You know what I mean? They've obviously been out of it for quite some time. Um, you know that you know they're actually letting people do things with their incredible properties they own. And uh, one thing that I saw followed up after this is, you know, um, it was retweeted by the guy who owns VGC. He retweeted an old article that Konami was planning to revive Silent Hill, Castlevania, and Metal Gear. And he's just like, "Well, one down, two to go." Uh, you know, that was just an, you know, original report. So now, you know, now with all, with everything that we've seen with all the love of Silent Hill, now you can question, oh, are they actually going to do something with Castlevania Metal Gear later? You know, is Konami letting people do something with their properties finally. So
1: Castlevania, I could see Metal Gear, I think is going to be the hard one.
0: Just because I think you could find someone that would want to do it.
1: I mean, they'll find someone who want to do it. It should be more or less the fans because everyone's used to Kojima's touch at all the Metal Gears. I
0: will say so at, at this point, I don't think the fans care as long as they can get some of the older games ported up because a lot of those games are trapped on older consoles.
1: Quite possibly, you're right.
0: Yeah, I think like at least like if you're an Xbox owner, I think you can still play like the collection. But like if you're like a PlayStation owner, you're, you're kind of cucked to my understanding.
1: Speaking of that, I saw a copy of uh, Metal Gear Twin Snakes for the GameCube
0: the other day. Ooh, that's a good little find. Yeah, nice, nice. Now Silent Hill Showcase was very good. I was I was very pleased with what I saw. As someone who's not a big Silent Hill fan, but wanting to get into more horror games, I was very pleased with everything that I saw.
1: I mean, go play fucking Fear.
0: Uh, yeah, I can. It's a wait. It? It's on PC. Okay, okay. Like Steam. Yeah. Okay. It, is is that in Game Pass?
1: uh probably not because fear is super old
0: yeah no it's not okay because
1: i don't think any of the fear series are in game pass because that series died back on 360 yeah that's the series that
0: almost scored you
1: yeah the original fear scary as fuck at least back then i don't know how well it's aged
0: i'll I'll try it out sometime soon because fear two and three they went away
1: from the horror aesthetic and went more guns a-blazing because that's what everyone was doing at the time
0: okay fair enough fair enough uh let's jump to the next showcase we have we have the resident evil showcase um looked at a new dlc for shadow roses for resident evil village and you look at reverse uh the village coming to mac and switch cloud uh here just in a few days as well as more look on resident evil 4 uh anything like uh you know super stand out to you guys everything they showed with resident evil 4 looked awesome you know it's been a, i have played resident evil 4 and you know i'm i'm, I'm actually really looking forward to this remake honestly
1: I mean, the Resident Evil 4 stuff looked really good, especially on that Unreal Engine 5. I'm going to be honest, anything on Unreal Engine 5 right now is uh, going to praise
0: just because it's amazing. It looks,
1: it's, it's a fucking amazing engine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, Reverse, eh. Yeah, it's,
0: same. It's, it's,
1: it was a. Eh. I don't have an interest for, in Reverse, personally. For people who want to play it, I mean, it doesn't look bad. Um, Not for me. And uh, Shadow of Roses, I mean. It could be interesting, but I haven't
0: played Village or anything, so I do like how when they were uh you know the developers were being talked about with Shadow Roses, one random thing is like, yeah, even in the third person mode that that uh we're bringing in, if you try to pan the camera around to look at uh Ethan's face, he's gonna continue to look away from you. I'm like, goddamn it, <laughs> but
1: they don't want to reveal his face, I don't know, but okay,
0: yeah, I don't they know never
1: they never made one.
0: Probably not. Yeah, it's just gonna be like it's like a ditto face. It's just blank with you know a little a couple of black dots and a little smile. <laughs> but I mean, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, the Silent Hill definitely, definitely overshadowed it like quite a bit. <laughs> it's not even close. Uh, okay, let's go to Pokemon because uh, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for everything that's here. It all seems really cool. Uh, so, uh, I you know. I'm I'm the biggest Pokemon fan here, and I'm trying to think very very hard. I don't remember if they've done like previews like this this far in advance before. Obviously, there's review copies that go out and stuff, but I don't ever remember review like a preview being done like this. Because like these previews, this wasn't even just like major publishers. There was a lot of PokeTubers that got to be in the preview, like a lot of them. So like this is the first time I ever heard of it. This is new to me.
2: Yeah, no, this is this is absolutely new.
0: Yeah, because like I saw, like Sierra Dawn got to play it. Uh, Philly Beats, Ceruby, Ceruby got in it, so that's a big win because Ceruby is like the central source of all great Pokemon intel and news on the internet. Uh, like lots of people that I saw got to play a preview, so this is all new, which is a cool thing that they're being a little more open to that. With how Pokemon games always get fully leaked, you know, I figured they would never do something like this, but you know, whatever. Uh, so, I guess they decided no, screw the leak. We'll just let people actually play it this time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lots of information to kind of uh, shout out here. So first with the gym battles, you can get 18 badges in Peldea, one for each type, uh, kind of similar to the Z crystals uh, in the lower region. You get eight from defeating the gym leaders in the victory road path, and then you get the remaining 10 in Starfall Street and Path of Legends. Uh, so that does, you know, you know, confirm that there is like a signature trainer for every type. Cause I know whenever we had kind of just gotten news and leaks and stuff like that, it was pretty much every single type, had a signature trainer in the game that had been revealed or leaked except for one, it was rock. But now that, that to me this tells us that there is like also a rock signature trainer probably. So that I mean that's a cool thing. that a cool trainer is just a Titan? Yeah, that yeah, or a Titan or whatever. Um so. so So that brings up a question for me. So you get eight
1: badges from the gym leaders, yep. which makes sense. So then from Starfall Street, you just get some trophy from the gangster students that you beat
0: up? Basically. Yeah, and then you
1: just take their shiny, and then you take trophies off the titans you're gonna fight and make those into badges. Basically, yeah,
2: yeah. You gotta keep a little piece of the big monster to make make sure people know that you're the one who beat
0: it. Exactly. Fucking Paldea
1: is ruthless.
0: And also with the Starfall Street thing, one thing that I saw as a comment is that when if whenever it comes to going to their bases, you have to go through the front door, which I know like in theory is like. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a Pokemon game. I wouldn't expect to be able to go in wherever, but like if you try to go in, like sneak in, they'll catch you immediately, like by default, and yell at you, like, "No, you got to go to the front door and fight us for real." <laughs> so so they're, they're like, they're ready for a fight, bro, and they want to, they want, they want to be against legit. the school's rule, but we're straight edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I thought that was funny when I heard that. Uh, with the open world stuff, overworld shiny mons are once again a thing, just like Pokemon Legends. So that's a dub. dub. Uh, for auto battling though, your Pokemon can murder them in cold blood. There is no they don't they don't <laughs> discriminate. They will murder that shiny if it pops up. But the plus side with auto battling is you can quickly like immediately cancel it by hitting ZR so or ZR ZL one of the two. But so if you hear that if you hear that shiny ding, hit that button immediately because there's a shiny somewhere nearby. But uh, And then also, apparently, one of the buffs you can get from making the sandwiches is a boosted shiny rate. Because with all the sandwiches, you get all sorts of different buffs, depending on the sandwich you make. So, apparently, there's some sort of a combination for a sandwich that gives you a shiny boosted rate. So, but that's cool. But I am glad to see the overworld shinies are back. Um, that, that's, a, that's a nice little uh, feature that I'm glad to see coming back. Uh, with character uh, customization. So, this first thing I thought was super cool. And there was no, like... I guess like hard confirmation from what I've seen. I've been trying to dig up it, but like from what it appears is that there's no longer a boy and girl selection. You just fully customize your character from the get go and you can completely change it later. So like if you start off the game as a girl and you want to change to a boy, you can, which is great. So that's obviously representing like non-binary and stuff like that. So that's awesome. That's a big dub. Uh, a lot of people were very pumped up about that. Yeah. That there is just no longer a selection. You just create your character and can completely change it later. So that's, that's Alex, you, what you're
1: missing. The important thing. Of being some random schoolers in some region.
0: Rotom custom phone cases. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yes, you can get custom phone cases and truly represent your personality and who you are outside of your character customization. But yeah, phone cases—that's cool. Uh, but yeah, no uh, c- character customization. It seems to be obviously the most in depth that it's ever been, which is great. Um, you know, and kind of what we would expect at this point. Uh, so some quality of life features, new and returning. Okay, so the feature from Pokemon Legends to allow you to change your moves at any time is returning. There, there was some confusion on that when we were doing leaks, but that is in fact one hundred percent returning. Which thank God, because that is an awesome quality of life improvement they did. Uh, day and night cycles no longer tied to IRL. You know, like it was like with Sword and Shield, it's now faster, similar to Pokemon Legends Arceus, where it just changes pretty damn quick within uh, running around the map. Uh, trainers don't start battles anymore. Line of sight is gone. If there's a trainer that you can't, if there's someone you can battle, they'll have, like, a, like a sparkle, like, you know, we're, like, for representing a Pokeball for them, and you, you can go talk to them and battle them, but you can just walk around a guy, and he's not going to be like, yo, fight me right now. So, I kind of like that quality of life improvement, personally. I'm a fan of that, but, you know, some people can be like, oh, man, I like the line of sight, whatever. Uh, the backstrike hey, from Pokemon Legends is back, too. What, John?
2: You're just afraid to fight everyone. Oh, no, I fight every damn train. You're afraid to fight everyone on their terms. You just want to come back and fight them on yours.
0: Yeah, when I have like a level 100 Mon and they have like a level 3 Rattata. Coward. (laughs) Uh, The backstrike from Pokemon Legends for catching his back, so that's nice. Uh, Wild Pokemon around you won't immediately run away if you start a battle with another wild Pokemon, but that also means they won't immediately join. They may just literally sit there and just watch you beat the shit out of another Pokemon, and that's it. So that's a good thing because, like, if you happen to, like, you know, start, you know, let's say accidentally start a battle with a mon and a shiny hat pop up at the same time, that shiny could still probably be there when you get out. So that's, that, that's a win there as well. Uh, a random cute feature that I thought was kind of interesting. Your following Pokemon will react to weather. They'll either get very excited or upset the example that was used. Was a um, uh, Giraffarig's evolution. I forgot his name. When it started raining, it got very excited and running around in circles. So that's just a nice little, like, cute thing that, that was cool that they added. Uh, user experience is extremely uh, streamlined, similar to Pokemon Legends. How quick it was to get access to like your riding Pokemon and uh, various other features, including even switching who's the front of your party by simply pressing Y. Uh, just press Y, and it swaps whoever's at the front of your party. So that's also very cool there. Uh, only one main loading zone, which is the main central city. Uh, There's a couple other niche loading zones uh, here and there, but for the most part, like pretty much 97% of the game, is just you're in the game. Uh, So that's also very cool as well. Uh, You can change nicknames on the spot, and uh, PC is still in your bag, just like in Sword and Shield. So all that quality of life stuff, super cool. Uh, And the last couple things here to shout out. Uh, Previously leaked, now confirmed from previews, no level scaling, that is 100% confirmed. Uh, And terror raids are also paced really well. As long as people are playing, it can go by very quickly, which is nice because raid battles could really drag. If you had one idiot, not want to hit a move. Uh, And then Legos have all movement modes. When you get them from the get go, riding, flying water, etc. And that's everything. Legos equals legendaries. Okay. No,
1: cause I just pictured brick people.
0: Yep. Our, uh, our bikes dragon bikes but
1: just want to make sure
0: yeah everything for that was from like that came out in these previews like i love like pretty much every bit of this i'm very excited for these games what are you guys' thoughts on the on anything in particular that stood out to you or whatever
1: i mean all the quality of life stuff is nice it'll make it a much smoother experience um i may actually finish a pokemon game for the first time in a while we'll see I usually drag on these, but I mean, all the quality of life stuff looks really good. Makes it nice, simple. Uh, I'll at least definitely play it longer than most other ones I play. Yeah, I mean, some
2: of the quality of life stuff is nice. Like the biggest things, it's like biggest thing really being uh, the ability to change moves, whatever you want to. I'm glad and, that's in deep. my opinion. It's like I'm I'm glad that's back because that was a. It's one of the things that's always been a pain in the ass, but in in Arceus we were all like, "Well, oh, this is great!" All of a sudden. Uh But yeah, I mean the the confirmation that the, it's like loading zone is basically just going from inside the city to the game. I mean that's also nice to hear. Yeah, because you
0: got to keep not- in mind there are other cities around the map that are just open cities you walk into. It's only meaning the main big one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's but cool. But it's like the uh, knowing that like once you exit that city or if you're outside of that city you shouldn't you shouldn't be being stopped for loading at all that's a that's a nice uh addition or like a nice confirmation for it yeah but i mean overall i mean i was already going to play the game some of this stuff just makes it sound nice or will make it a little bit a little bit more user friendly when it actually comes out right right
0: yeah, I'm I'm very excited for these games to release. Um I don't I still have not decided which one I'm gonna play first though, Scarlet or Violet. I don't know what's gonna be my main uh my main version this time. I'm still Scarlet. I'm leaning towards Scarlet still. Violet. Okay. And I know Josh is going Violet as well. Yeah, I'm very, very pumped for these games. Everything about it seems super cool. And uh also when it comes to like the Terra stuff. Like, I, I'm so, so, so excited and curious what VGC is going to look like, what competitive is going to look like adding this in. And it's also another thing I'm very curious when we get our hands on the game is all of the immense quality of life improvements they had in Sword and Shield and competitive. How much of that's going to be there? I'm assuming probably all of it. And how much more are we going to expand on to further give quality of life for competitive? Because that's what, that was so cool about Sword and Shield to me is that it made competitive so much easier to get into because of how much quality of life they put in. There was still grinding that you had to do. I mean, I have like 700 hours on Sword and Shield, you know, but you, know, just, you can get a team made pretty quick, like legit. You can probably get a team in like an hour or two and you have a full team ready to go um so you know that that that's super that's super sick and that's referencing as if you're like you you don't really do competitive you can do it very quickly so that's cool to me uh all right and then the last preview we got was god of war uh the main thing that came out of this preview was talking about all the graphics mode stuff in terms of just the game itself uh the general can you know the general view that i've kind of gotten from this is it is everything that you wanted and more like, it blows out any expectations that you have for the game. That's the general vibe that I've heard from everyone. I know, like, Jeff Keeley talked about it because he's got a review uh, copy for it, uh, multiple other outlets, um, you know, some other people that I follow that, that's, um, that's got a review copy, is that every expectation that you have, throw it out the window and multiply it by, like, 100. That's essentially the vibe that I've got. which is good. That's great. That's awesome. And what we kind of, you know, somewhat expected that it was probably going to exceed our expectations. Uh, but the graphics mode was kind of one of the bigger things that a lot of people like to talk about and chat out. Where it's got like the favorite resolution 4K 30 FPS, favorite uh, performance at 60, or the favorite resolution with high frame rate at uh, 4K 40 FPS, and then the f- favorite performance high frame rate on targeting 120 FPS, which is. That that's insane. That that's super cool. Yeah, because yeah, you know, the game, the the combat itself is just evolved so much for this game. So the fact that there's a mode where you can target 120 FPS is super cool. And I I'm 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 pretty pumped to play this game at some point. I got to play Sonic first. Uh, but John, what about you? Um, what what have you seen out of the preview stuff that's getting you more excited than you already am? I
2: mean, I've I've said it I've said it w- multiple times before regardless of what comes out for this game, I'm I'm sold. I can't it's like nothing is coming <laughs> out that's making me more sold on this game. He it's took like he's he's I'm,
0: taking vacation for this.
2: <laughs> it's like all I'm waiting for is the game to come out. Yep. When the game comes out, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have blast with it. Uh it's like the idea of having these different modes where uh, it's like where you can you can target it however you want to. I mean it's great for people that that like want the ability to ha- select a mode and know exactly what they're getting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm super excited for the game to come out. It's like, a, but yeah, I, as far as preview stuff coming out for it, I mean, preview stuff, preview stuff. I'm, I'm just waiting on the game at this point.
0: Just counting down. Let's see. We have, I have a, I have a countdown on my phone. My, my home screen. Uh, eighteen days, John. Eighteen days. Yep. Are you taking off like the the week after is or just that week? No, I'm just taking those days. I'm just taking that week. Okay, gotcha. But just the days from when it comes out through the end of the week. Gotcha. I should be taking off the week when Pokemon comes out, and that's what I'm aiming to do. And <laughs> just play Pokemon. I'm very pumped for that. But now the God of War previews look sick. Uh, I'm, I'm getting pretty excited for the game, but I will be playing Sonic Frontiers first because I am a, I'm a Sonic fan from what it seems. So that's what we'll be doing there. Um, any, uh, when it comes to talking points, anything else that you guys want to shout out that we may have missed on when it comes to any that, if not, we'll hit the weekly wrap up and look to kind of get out of here.
1: Nothing I can think of. Uh,
0: I think, I think we hit everything that I was, that I had on my mind. Cool. Alright, weekly wrap-up time. Um, so the first thing, this is a very random FYI, but I do want to shout this out for the people that use Twitter and may follow this individual. Uh, literally this there is no one better. The absolute best media and gaming sells Twitter wario 64 randomly lost his verification for no reason. Like you lose your verification if you change your actual at @handle and you know it, you'll they'll take it away and you'll have to like reapply for it and everything. He didn't change it, it's still wario 64 and it's got taken away for whatever reason. Uh, So basically, I'm just saying watch out for fake accounts uh, because this guy has a very large following of people because, like, I swear this guy's a robot because of just the amount of times that, you know, sales, he'll pop out whatever sale of this game's on sale for this price at random hours of the night. Um, But, yeah, just want to throw that out there because, like, this is, like. One of the like I've mentioned Wario 64 to random people in stores and they know who he is like you know gamers that is. Oh. It, it, even I, I mentioned to a guy before and he's just like I swear Wario 64 is like he, he's not real he's a robot. <laughs> I'm like bro I, I feel you. <laughs> uh, but all right next thing though is uh, G4 is officially dead. Moment of silence. Moments past. Oh, no. Wow. Um, Why would we give it a moment <laughs> of silence for that? I gave it a very short moment of silence because uh, it crashed and burned pretty quick. You know, for a lot of various reasons. But yeah, G4 came, didn't even make it a year. Crashed and burned. Uh, and then the next thing, this one's actually pretty exciting, though. Uh, we got some Digimon news. Digimon uh, World Next Order heading to Switch and Steam. Uh, that is a confirmed, but then also confirmed multiple new Digimon games in the works. That's pretty cool.
1: Maybe a new Digimon Rumble.
0: Oh, yes, please. I would love that, bro. I love Digimon Rumble. Those games are so fun.
2: Uh, I- they are. Like, there, there's no telling what we're gonna get get out of these, these new games. Because, I mean, hell, bef- it's like before uh, Survive, I wouldn't have expected to, to get a visual novel for a visual novel tactics game out of it. Fair. But you know what? They knocked that one out of the fucking park, so whatever they got.
1: It's like for you them. did your characters.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them lived. Some. (laughs) Not a lot. But some. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, I like two characters
0: that could die (laughs) (laughs) lift. out of everyone. Uh, I I would love another Rumble game and give me another cyber game and then give me whatever random ass thing you can think of. I'm here for whatever, really. Let's do it. Still need to finish Survive at some point. That's on the back burner, but we'll get to it. Uh, another piece of news that I did think was pretty cool was Omega Strikers, a game we chatted about like a week or two ago. It's going to go on multi-plat with its full launch uh, in February. That'll so, be fun. Yeah, that, that'll that be fun. A multi-plat with crossplay to my understanding. That's going to be cancerous. That will be cancerous, yeah. but fun. It'll be horrible. <laughs> uh, Omega Strikers, very fun, so look forward to that one. Uh, Callista Protocol has officially gone gold, so it is good for its 12-2 uh, release date, so that's good to see uh obsidian uh one of the Ted guys at obsidian is uh, wanting another fallout he he was talking about that in a recent interview so something to watch for you know because i don't see where the downsides in that for bethesda just like yeah sure we'll give you the keys to the car go have fun we're busy over here so I mean, it's just money money in my opinion so who knows maybe we finally get that uh, fallout new vegas 2 who knows uh, especially with the main on the same umbrella and everything. Uh the Xbox Elite Two is now in the design lab, so you can go hit that up if you've been holding off on wanting uh an Elite Two. Uh now's a good time to finally grab one. Uh design it however you want, so it's pretty cool. And uh for Sony's version of it, that DualSense Edge officially we got a release date and a price. Uh January twenty sixth at two hundred. You guys think that? how do you guys feel on that price? About same it's the same price as the Elite, so I mean John, I know you were interested in this. Are you still interested?
1: It's
2: a lot of money for a controller, but at the same time you gotta look at it and it's like the base controllers are already seventy dollars once you get once once you get down through everything get charge for everything, you're paying seventy five dollars for a base controller right and it's like uh i don't I don't know if I'll actually get one, but I mean. I'm glad it's not more expensive. That's I true. Could seen, I could have seen them very much going more expensive with it. Right. So it's it's actually
0: cheaper than I expected. I, I'm probably not going to get that one. Uh, although I will say I do love my Elite 2. You know, it was $200, yes, but I do love it. And it has been a very good controller. Pro- like, really the best controller I've ever had. Uh, so, I don't know. Dual Cinch Edge, though, I, I don't see myself getting it. But I do like that Elite 2, though, for sure. Yeah.
2: Since Edge probably won't get one initially, but might end up getting one. Right. Put it that. I'll put it that way.
0: Uh, apparently, Spider-Man 2 still on course for 2023, making good progress. Uh, you know, coming from Insomniac, So that's cool. And then a random report where it's just like, all right, well, how would you know though? Is Microsoft claims Insomniac is also planning to release Wolverine 2023. Uh, I, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think that's going to happen. So anyone that may have seen that got a little excited. I, I would go ahead and temper your expectations quite a bit on that one. I don't. I don't think that's going now. I see Wolverine being more like a 2024, personally, but that's me. Um, Alan Wake remastered for Switch has launched, and apparently, it looks terrible. I will say, from what I've seen, it did look pretty bad. Zach, I loved your I loved your comment on it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) looks looks exactly how
1: I remember it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) and that's the problem. Uh, Per rumor, per Insider Gaming, apparently, Bungie's aiming to revive the Marathon series in a new way. That'll be. That'll be interesting. The marathon series.
1: I don't know what that is. It's, I have one, it's no one of idea Bun- What that is?
0: It's one of Bungie's old, old series, like before Halo. That's why, like yeah. in like, Halo, for like the emblems and stuff, there was that marathon symbol. That that symbol was from that game series. So, they're looking to revive in a big way. So, we'll see. While you're looking that up, I'll give the last weekly shout out here, uh, which is a follow up from last week's situation with Bayonetta 3 update here. Platinum Games spoke with Bloomberg on the issue and claims they offered 3 to 4K per session for Helena Taylor. Uh, Helena Taylor has been silent since. Jennifer Hill also put out a very brief statement simply saying, I'm not allowed to talk about a lot of stuff. You know, thank you for supporting the game. Thank you for supporting me, whatever, and just kind of ended it there. Uh, th- this could you know, this could potentially go a little bit further uh, between Platinum and Halo. Like this could, I could see this going to court from what I've seen. Um, so it's going to be interesting to follow. So Marathon was pretty much a
1: Doom style game and was their version of Halo before Halo. Gotcha.
0: There you go. Looking to bring it back in a big way. Um. All right, well, that was everything on the weekly wrap-up. Um. So, as a whole, last thoughts, boys, on anything that we chat about here today? Or am I good to hit the music?
1: Uh, if you're getting Gotham Knights, find a friend.
0: All right.
2: I support that 100%.
0: Meet a friend. And download Marvel Snap. Yeah.
2: Other than that, I think you're good to hit the music.
0: Okay. And as a reminder, no episode next week. We got to do something that will reveal on a terrible football show the following Tuesday. Uh, whatever day that, what day is that? Let me pull the calendar. And you're bad at this. Yeah, I don't know. It's part of the charm. Oh, uh, so that November 1st, that episode of a terrible football show, that Tuesday, we will re- probably, we should, reveal what we are working on next weekend where we are not doing game setting. So look forward to that. It's super cool. And I'll probably put some tweets out about it. I'll put it in our Discord as well so you can join the Discord to stay up to date on that. And hopefully at the same time, also reveal the Agent Inc. stuff. I'm hoping November 1st will just be a big day. I'm hoping that will be a very big day for Sparky 3, a terrible football show. All the, um, That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm aiming for. We'll see. All right, I'm hitting the music. Boys, last thoughts?
1: Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can help us out by hitting that subscribe. You can also go to the Game Static YouTube and hit subscribe there so we can actually get that going and stop just posting videos that die there. Thank you. Please help. Save the channel.
0: Uh, come on, man. <laughs> come on. All right,
1: do, do everything he said,
2: please, so that he'll stop saying it <laughs> in such a depressing manner. Basically. Uh, and if you made it all the way to the end, thank you very much. Or if you're watching this after the fact, then thank you for giving it a watch. And uh, we stream every day or every Saturday about 6 p.m. Central Time somewhere in there. Uh, so come give us a watch then if you can.
0: Make sure to all check us out at our website, Sparkthrough.com. You can sign up for free. You sign up for five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. And uh, once again, just circle your calendar. November 1st, uh, even if you're not a football fan, a terrible football show, you know, just tune in for the first few minutes because those first few minutes are probably going to reveal a lot of information. <laughs> like there are three big things that we're probably going to reveal on that day and it will have impact on Game Static, Anime Plus, as well as obviously terrible football show. So it's going to be a big day for us. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Until next time, guys, have a wonderful day. See you. See you in a couple weeks or so. Yeah.